0: So, without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. I hope you guys are feeling great. I'm feeling great. Today we are going to be talking about should you start a juice truck or should you start a storefront? A lot of you are probably, if you're listening to this episode, I'm assuming you're contemplating which direction might be better for you. And I'm going to clarify because I've had both a juice truck and a storefront. And I personally have a preference, but I also want you guys to be in a place where you can really decide what makes sense for you because I often say that, you know, success is different for different people, right? For some people, success is monetary. For some people, success is related to their lifestyle. Some people, it might be impact, it might be a combination. Of all three of those things in different, you know, sort of uh, uh, values. So ultimately, it's not for me to decide what is right for you. It's really about you having more information to make a clear decision on what feels right for your path. So let's first start with some of the ideas that people have around starting juice trucks and storefronts, some that might be misconceptions, some that might be accurate, and then kind of dive into the reality of the situation a little bit more deeply. So the first thing is that a lot of people generally start storefronts because they feel a bit more accessible from a financial standpoint and also from an operational standpoint. People believe that these two primary things are accurate and true. Now, this is kind of true, but not totally true. So the first thing, let's talk about financial. Uh, Yes, generally speaking, starting a storefront is a lot more expensive than starting a juice truck. When you're starting a juice truck, unless, and this is sort of the scenario which that might not be the case, if you are going to be buying a vehicle that's brand new and you're talking about a 24-foot truck that, you know, I remember I was looking at this in the beginning and I think I was quoted somewhere around $100,000 or, I mean, some of these trucks might be even $150,000 and I thought, that's a lot, I can build out a storefront for that much money. so. Eventually, what I did was rented a truck, and I think my total startup costs were somewhere around 40000 give or take maybe forty-five, dollars um, to get the entire business started. Granted, I didn't own the truck, and I had to pay rent on it, which obviously, if you guys own your own truck, it might cost you a little bit more up front, but you will likely save that money long term. But then you also have to think about the, we can call it responsibility or liability of actually ownership, because... In the scenario where I was renting, if something went wrong with the truck, then the leasing company would fix it. If you own your truck and something goes wrong, you have to fix it and you have to pay for that and um, that's your responsibility. So generally speaking, it is true that having a and starting a truck is a lot less expensive than starting a storefront. But also be aware that there are some scenarios with storefronts that could be less expensive than you might imagine, but it has to be the right situation. So, maybe a storefront that has existing infrastructure so you won't end up investing as much money in your build out. Now, granted are you going to be able to open your entire business for, you know, $35 to $40,000 not likely, but might you be a little bit more than that? Maybe you can do it for 65-75,000. Yeah, possibly. So, it's in some scenarios, it's not to say that it's exponentially more expensive, it just depends on the specifics. But let's speak in generalities. Generally speaking, it is cheaper. Now, let's talk about the other uh, general idea about it being easier. Now, this is a complicated one because what I want to say is, in my experience, running a juice truck was actually more difficult from an operational standpoint than running a storefront. One way I'll explain it is that in every business, there are things that have to get done no matter what, right? So, for example, you have to do inventory, you have to do payroll, you have to, you know, order product and make the product and serve customers. And all these things happen no matter how big or small your business is. Now, when your business is small, this is either these tasks and responsibilities are either divided amongst one individual, and that might be you, or two individuals, or three, right? And as your business gets bigger, granted, there's more work to do, because the scale of the business demands that, but you're able to divide tasks amongst more people. And so what I found with me in my business is as things grew, and I transitioned from a truck to a store, granted, when we were opening our store was a lot more work in the beginning, but eventually got a lot easier as sales allowed me to have more staff to delegate to, to where I got to the point where I could, you know, walk into the store five minutes once a month and not other with now was just checking the sales and didn't have much work to do. It was very, very simple and straightforward. I was just kind of monitoring, observing and making sure things were going the way I wanted them to. So With a truck it never got to that point because the truck never made enough money to be able to hire a great manager and be able to delegate to enough people to operate everything so this is why scale is such an interesting thing it's it's like you reach certain thresholds where the vehicle changes and i often kind of use that analogy that like you know building a business is very much like building a vehicle and different vehicles Have different capacities, right? Like you can buy a bicycle and it's cheaper, but you don't want to take a bicycle onto the freeway, right? Or you can build a Ferrari, and a Ferrari is going to be more expensive, but granted, it gives you a lot of advantages in terms of how mobile you are and how fast you can move, and it just it opens things up for you. So the same thing goes for a business. So it's it it. What I'll say is it depends as well in terms of ease on your personality type and what you find is easy, because when your business is smaller you know, running a juice business is, it's quite physical. Granted, it's not like doing construction, you know, you're not lifting bricks all day, but there is some variation of that where you're having to pick up 40 pound boxes of apples and, you know, cucumbers. And it, it takes, it's a, it's a labor uh, intensive job to a certain degree. You're on your feet all day. Uh, and so if you're someone who likes that and is very physically active and granted, I'm a fit person. You know, I I exercise regularly and I have for my entire life. I've always been active. Um, But even that being the case, it can be physically exhausting. When you transition and you have more staff, sometimes for people it can be emotionally exhausting because you're having to manage individuals and it just depends on what you're good at or what you prefer, I should say, to, to really reflect how easy or difficult it might be for you. For me, I would like to believe or at least i can say experientially it's easier on me to manage individuals than it is for me to pick up boxes of apples and make juice and clean you know an environment for 8 10 hours 12 hours straight so what i find to be easy might be different than what you find as easy so all that being the case it's important to be aware of that that when your vehicle which is a juice truck can only make so much money, then you will only have the ability to delegate so much work because you can't afford to have more people to take on the tasks that you might not want to do. Whereas when you have a storefront, and assuming that obviously your storefront is making money, then you have more of that uh, available to you. Now, let's talk about, and I'll kind of I kind of mentioned this, but I just want to dive into it more deeply so you guys really really grasp this. When you have a juice truck. You're going to, and some people never even get to this point, but we had this experience where, you know, after getting into about three to four months running our business and things were going really well, we would run out of produce and, you know, a good majority of our ingredients halfway through the day, just after the lunch rush. So we couldn't actually make more product. So we hit our ceiling and that was at about 800 to a thousand dollars a day for us. And, that meant that we could only do about in a good month, let's say thirty thousand dollars, and then we had about a twenty percent net margin at that point. So that means we would take home about six thousand dollars. So for some people, that's great, and that feels like a good, you know, amount of money. You're going to be working a lot to make that kind of money, but you know, seventy-two thousand dollars a year, okay, wonderful. For me, and my, I had a business partner at the time, so we were sharing that, you know, three thousand dollars a month. It was nothing, you know, it, it, you can't live on that in LA where where I'm from. And so we reached a ceiling where we thought, okay, if this is as much as we can make in a truck, we have a couple of options. We're either going to open another truck, which mm, I'm not sure how that feels, or we have to open a storefront. And so one of the beliefs that people often have when starting a truck and the reason they do it is because they feel like, you know what, I don't want to deal with investors. It feels complicated. I don't want to deal with all the kind of minutia of starting a storefront. That feels complicated too. Um, Let me start a truck and I'll make enough money so that I can eventually start my storefront. Now, that, I'll just say, it could be possible, but the amount of time that it would take you to make enough money to then open a storefront, in most scenarios, might be somewhere in the realm of, at a very minimum, maybe four years, maybe five years. Some scenarios, I remember I talked to somebody online, they said they've been in business for, I think, almost 10 years and their business hadn't really grown much more than it was before because you have living expenses. So just I think if you're thinking about this just do the math and assume that you know you're going to have maybe 20%, maybe even assume aggressively, let's say assume you have a 30% margin, meaning that's how much you take home at the end of the day, which is a lot for any food service business, but if you're working on it and you don't have your own, you know, you're kind of paying yourself as a salary, then do the math and then also figure out how much you're going to spend with your livelihood. Uh, Just or your living, and then how much do you have to keep, and then how much time is it going to take you, based on your projections that should be realistic, because don't assume that you're going to make a million dollars a year with a truck because that's not realistic. Um, Like I told you, we hit a peak at thirty thousand a month, so and this is you know us doing really really well, and most people don't do this well because we were in Los Angeles. Now, if you're in a if you're in a major city like New York or. Somewhere else. Yeah, it's possible. You could also do similar numbers, but most trucks don't do this kind of volume Some people will do $500 a day. So $500 a day, right? What are you doing? 15000 a month if you take home 20% Right That's $3,000. It's not much Okay, so When it comes to making money Trucks can make a little bit of money, but unless you have a fleet of them, you don't generally make a lot of money So that's something that's just important to be clear about whether or not if that is part of your goal and success, uh, what means um, success to you is money, at least in the first phase, then realize that that's probably not a place you're going to get rich. Now a storefront, totally different opportunity, right? Uh, We had months where we cleared over $20,000. Totally different business. We've got clients in some situations with their storefronts where they made somewhere around $250,000 of an investment to start and they're clearing $150,000 a month gross sales. That's rare but it happens. Um, more normal would be somewhere in $50,000 to you know, $80,000, $90,000. So a, tr- a store is going to make exponentially more money than a truck in almost all scenarios assuming that you have the right location. Now let's talk about some of the other reasons that people might start trucks versus a storefront. Oftentimes people will say that I want to start a truck because I like the idea of being mobile and Obviously that's true. You're mobile and what are the pros and cons of being mobile? One of the benefits is yes, you can move around so in our experience when we started our truck I remember I had this assumption. I'm gonna park down by Venice Beach, California because people are well-to-do there um, and They're healthy, so this makes sense but the problem was I couldn't find the right parking spot. So I was in the right area, but I couldn't find the right spot because there's not just ample parking. Because usually when you're in a desirable location, it's hard to find parking. And so um, then we had to move. And eventually it took us a little bit of time. We almost ran out of money, to be honest. Um, it almost got to the point where the business didn't work. And it was very discouraging. Uh, but eventually it did and I'm really grateful that it did. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys today. Um, but eventually we had to find another spot in Hollywood. And so we moved. And so being mobile is great, but there's also what you could call like location instability because even the location that we did find in Hollywood, we had to show up there at 6am or earlier every morning just to get a parking spot. Because if we didn't, the parking, the parking would just fill up really, really quickly. So that means that we had to get to our, you know, truck at 4am prep, get to location at 6am. It was a lot of work and it just required um, us to really, really prioritize that. And in some situations, you may have that. It may, you may or may not be as location stable or instable. Um, uh, for some people I speak to, they have parking lots that are dedicated to food trucks, and they can have a dedicated space for you know months and months and months. And that's great. If you can do that and just keep your truck there, that's awesome. It's kind of like a storefront, but you're just in a truck. But some scenarios, that's not the case. So being mobile works for you and it can work against you because sometimes you can't guarantee that you're going to get the right spot. Sometimes the city might change their laws. Something might come up that just doesn't allow you to um, execute on that the way that you want to. So just be very sure and clear before you go and rent your truck or move forward in that direction that you have some sort of clarity and don't just leave it to the wind and think we're going to figure it out because if you have a big truck, you know we I think our truck was maybe 22 feet. That's not a small... Vehicle it's not just like you're going to pull up between two bicycles on the side of the road Like you have to have a a decent amount of space for wherever you're going to park and make sure you're visible um, Make sure you're close to water. There's all kinds of other things that you have to think about um, When doing that versus having a storefront, what's the liability? Yeah, you could get a bad location and That could ruin your business because you can't just pick up and move or if you find a good location It's much more stable customers can plan to come and see you because that's the other thing with the truck is that if you're inconsistent in your location customers and and you know as a consumer and i know as well you like to be consistent with your routine you like to know where you're going to go you plan your day because you only have so much time and and you don't want to be searching around the city for a food truck just to get a smoothie you want to know where they're going to be so with the storefront people can make those kinds of plans and i found that Because of that, in my experience, people invested, the same hundred customers would invest twice the amount than with our truck because with our truck, it was more of a spontaneous purchase. It was like, oh, hey, there's a truck there. Let me stop and get something quickly um, versus let me plan my day and know that I want to buy something for my daughter and my my kids. And, you know, it's just they spent more money. So that's the other thing. last thing I'll talk about is just brand perception. With a truck... The brand perception is very novel. Like People like it. It's kind of cute. It's fun for people. But they don't have the same kind of respect that they do for a storefront When and and therefore also trust. So realize that I always say trust is the only currency. People don't do business with people or companies that they don't trust. And when you have a truck, they might like you. It's sort of like, wow, that's cute and that's cool. But we don't fully, fully, fully trust this business because we know that they're not all in. We know that they've only invested a little bit of money. We can't. They don't respect you as much because they know the landscape. Whereas if they see a business that's invested a few hundred thousand, the storefront looks really, really nice. They've got a lot of staff. There's a certain level of expectation that they have and trust that they have in your business because they know that you've really put a lot of time and energy into it. And therefore, they invest more money in your business. And so it's kind of You know, it's an interesting thing. People often say, well, I don't want to have as much risk in starting my business, so let me start small. And then sometimes paradoxically, the reason that there's more risk is because you did start small, just like I used that analogy earlier about getting onto the freeway on a bicycle. That's really risky. So just because you didn't spend more money doesn't mean you reduce your risk because you have to understand there's an external environment around you. And that environment is perceiving and... You're competing as well against sometimes other storefronts, sometimes other people who have delivery businesses. And so there's a whole host of other elements that are going to decide how risky the approach you've taken is that's not related to how much money you've spent. It has nothing to do with that. It has more to do with how well you're executing and how people perceive your business. These are all really profound lessons It took me a long time to learn, and it's sort of the thing that's... You know, which is why I'm glad if you're listening to this that you're. I hope you're absorbing it because these are much deeper things that you, that it sometimes people don't ever get. They they may never realize. I remember I was talking to somebody recently and they were saying how there was a Starbucks in their neighborhood and that Starbucks always has a line around the block. I think they have a drive-through, and she's like, the coffee is really not that good. Like I don't get it. Like I don't get why they're so popular, and I and I said that's exactly the point. The fact that you don't get it is the reason that you are having a certain mentality around taking your approach because for a mature and seasoned entrepreneur, it's obvious why Starbucks does so well, right? And I don't want to just leave it a mystery. I'll explain it to you, but they've built a brand. They've built a brand and they've built consistency and they've built, they they hold so much real estate in the minds of consumers that even if there is some other coffee shop that's around the corner, what do the first people think about when they think about coffee? They think about Starbucks. And it's convenient, so they're working on so many levels. Convenience, brand trust, right? The consistency of their brand, just the overall prominence. There's so many elements that make it make sense for people. They've become the McDonald's of coffee. And so, same thing for your business. You have to understand that there's deeper things than just how much money you've spent that that will make you successful or not make you successful or will reduce your risk or increase your risk. So these are the major elements in all of this. In saying this, what I would say, just to kind of distill it, if you're thinking about starting a truck, I would suggest that you do it if, one, obviously there's a lot of planning and we have a whole online course. If you want to dive into how to start a juice truck on our website, startajuicebar.com, you can go to the shop tab and search for it there. But overall, it's not for everyone. If you're doing it because you... Love the idea of working, you know, kind of very closely to the ground on your business. You want to be very active with creating the product. Um, You want to, yes, definitely save money. And your expectation is not to raise like make a lot of money with your business in the first phase. And you want to attract investment maybe. And you want to kind of just see what the experience is like just to get a feel for it. Now, granted, your experience in a truck isn't going to translate completely to a store. There will be things that you can keep. But I remember even for myself going from a truck, which we had been running for a year, to opening a store, I had no idea what I was doing when we opened the store because we went from having two employees to I think like 12 employees. And that was a totally different thing. It was just, everything was different. And so while it does translate a little bit, it doesn't fully translate. So if your goal is not to get rich, your goal is to get an experience on the ground, connect with customers, serve people products, um, not invest a lot of money to get started, and then, yeah, maybe you attract some investors and you open up a storefront uh, a couple, you know, years later or a year or two later, depending on, um, you know, how that goes. And there is a whole art form, too, and how to actually open a storefront while you're running a truck full time. That's a, that's a whole other thing. Maybe I'll save that for another episode because that comes with its own challenges. But you have to really just work your way backwards from what your goals are and realize, you know, what is it going to take for you to get there? Because I know a lot of people that I speak to, their goal is ultimately to have a storefront. And they think that the pathway there is start a truck, make enough money to save up, and then open a storefront, Um, and that's not really how it goes. You can start a truck and make money, but not enough to start a storefront in most situations. You'll have to raise money, and you can either do that now or do that later, because we also work with a lot of clients that just want to start storefronts, and they go and raise the capital right away, and that's an option for you as well. Um, so it's not that there's a right or wrong path. It's just a matter of having clear expectations on what you're going to get out of each scenario and ultimately what your goals are and, and what your goals are in a specific time frame. Because I think that's a lot of things that people don't think about as well. They think my goal is to have a storefront, but they don't think when. Because is it 10 years from now? Is it five years from now? You have to really think about that and work your way backwards and create a real plan and strategy, financial strategy to get yourself there. So I hope this helps. If you guys do need support with any aspect of your business, whether it's raising money, we can help you put a business plan together or your full spectrum business development, reach me at andrew at andrewatstartajewspar.com. That's andrew at andrewatstartajewspar.com. Hope this has been supportive. Until next time, this is Andrew with the Juice Bar Experts Podcast. Hope you're happy and healthy. Wishing you guys a lot of success. I want you guys to succeed because... I want to see the world get healthier, so this is why we're here, let's all support each other in that. Until next time, take care.